What's up, y'all? Welcome to the All Sports Considered Podcast, the, sp- the show where we talk about several sports and basically confuse the hell out of you. Hell yeah. I'm Dave, and I'm hosting this podcast. I pretty much only do basketball, but I'll certainly talk about other things that I don't really know much about. To my right Same. is our hockey guy, Ethan. What's up? What's up, man? I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. And to my left, we got our baseball guy, hell yeah. Juan... Juan. Juan. Yeah, I know probably as much as he Juan can. Soto. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and uh, then our football guy's out of town, but he better be here for the next podcast. Better to be here. Let us know about his football. I don't know why he couldn't make it. He was like, ah, oh, man, I gotta visit my family. Oh, yeah. I got relatives oh, in town. He's just... He's Priorities. This should be... Who cares about family when you got a podcast, you know? I mean, like, like come on. Come on. We were counting on. on him to be here. And he just, like, completely dropped out and just didn't care. He's about to start college and MFL, and he's just like, nah, fam, I gotta visit family. Family? Who cares about family? Anyway, so we're gonna start with recapping the NBA offseason, and I've got my list of the top eight moves, and since we actually all know at least a little something about basketball, we might actually get some interesting discussion in here before we move to other sports that we know less about, and my dog is gonna be making tons of noise. (laughs) Okay, thanks, dog. (laughs) All right, yeah. so first up, LeBron to the Lakers. Which has completely ruined the Celtics-Lakers yeah. rivalry, because now you have all of the LeBron diehard fans coming over to the Lakers, oh, yeah. and you know they're like, they don't even And then all the Cleveland shit. fans are just going to burn their LeBron jerseys. Oh, yeah. I'm, Actually, I'm no, no, you think about it like this. LeBron did for Cleveland everything he promised to do. He won them a championship. That's he true. opened up that school, which is amazing. That's true, yeah, he like, did. I mean, you he's can't a great guy. you can't burn LeBron's jersey at this point. He's, he's just he's, done such he's a amazing good guy. things. I mean, you can't you can't do it. I mean, he he did kind of leave in Miami, and they did do it, but then they forgave him. What are they gonna do this time? You know, it's like I mean, what was he gonna do? Stay on that Cleveland team? You yeah. wanted to win. It was uh, it was uh, but now, Kevin Love as like the only a good oh, player. Jesus. And but now J.R. Smith boy. Oh yeah. But now uh, on L.A. LA's now got, like, this awesome young team. I really like this LA team. Except for, like, the moves they made outside of LeBron. Yeah. They signed, like, Rondo, who yeah. can't shoot. They signed Beasley, who can't shoot. JaVale McGee is the only center JaVale on roster. JaVale McGee! The legend! Shaqton legend! <laughs> He's gonna have, like, so many appearances for the Lakers. Well, actually, here's the thing. He has, like, some sort of asthma, which means he can't play too oh, many minutes really? at a time. But he's the only center on roster. What are the Lakers doing? Just, just like get some other guy. Just sign some European and like, player, dude. You do know? not, don't play LeBron at center. No, like that's a bad idea. No, but I, I yeah. could see them going small with a lineup like I mean, Lonzo, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, and LeBron. But I mean, LeBron could do lineup. anything. But anyway, it's just a bad idea. Here's hoping Brandon Ingram grows into that. Being becoming that like second player for LeBron. Nice. Yeah. He's got tons of potential. He just needs to actually I mean, step up boy, and LeVar gain Ball. some weight. Okay, can someone just like take out LeVar? <laughs> just like just you know, all, all the balls. Hire hire a hitman. And, take out the balls. Quick yeah. question: How many Ball brothers are there? Three at least. Four. What? There's a fourth one, a white boy named Lil Dicky. He's a rapper. See. see. <laughs> I saw that, what? and I'm pretty really? sure that was made up. Wow. No, I searched it up after. It's real. Is that actually... It's real. Did oh, they adopt a kid? Like, little, so. little dicky. Yeah. yeah well, it's, anyway, wow. in that other sucks. ball news, uh, Lonzo changed his shooting form a little. So it's Thank actually God. not so quite... It's, not, it's not quite as broken as it used to be. It's still broken. Still it's not quite as broken as it used right? to be. It's, yeah, but it's more like in front of him, and it starts from a different point. 
So maybe he'll start hitting threes better than he did this year. Hmm. He shot like... Or he'll go 0 for 30 like his uh, younger brother. Oh, Jesus, yeah. I mean, this year he shot like um, 30.5% from three, which is not good. But maybe, just maybe, he'll get slightly better. Second on my list, Kawhi Leonard was traded to the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. I'm a huge Kawhi fan. I am. You think he's better than Kevin Durant. I do think he's better than Kevin Durant. First of all, that's... He's by far the best perimeter defender in the league, and he actually can score at an amazing rate. He's not Kevin Durant, though. Come on. Like, he, I mean, like Katie can play good... Katie's legendary at offense, but he's, Kawhi is equally legendary at defense. Okay. Yeah, I would say the, uh, it's a more a matter of personal choice at this point. Yeah. But it's also like, I cannot put Katie high on my list. He fucking... Well, Blew yeah. a three-one lead and well, then joined a seventy-three and nine team. Yeah, I have no respect well, for Katie, I mean, and that like let's put personal personalities aside. Okay, personalities aside, I'd say I still personally like Kawhi's game a little bit more. Yeah, you're more but, of a defense guy, right? Yeah, I love. Oh, I love defense. Yeah. I really don't care that much about great offense, but if a team plays great defense, oh my god, I'm gonna watch yeah. it. That's so I was just, watching the Celtics just, this year. Hell of a defense. Brad Stevens. How did Brad Stevens not win coach of the year? Yeah. Because the NBA is rigged. The NBA is completely rigged. No one else. You know who won? Dwayne Casey could not have lost two all-stars. He got LeBron-toed. He got LeBron-toed. So, I mean, the the coach of the year right now got LeBron-toed. Uh-huh. Come on. So, Dwayne Casey. You can't get the LeBron-toed coach. Dwayne Casey set the Raptors' wins record. Okay, fine. He had his whole team... Very healthy for like the whole season. Well, I mean, the Raptors. Gordon Hayward went down five minutes into the season. Yeah. Kyrie missed like what a third of the season, and the Celtics were still like a game away seed, from. Yeah. They took LeBron to a three. They had a three-two lead over LeBron. Yeah. True. There are not. There is not a single coach a in the league the who finals. could lose two All Stars and be that good I mean, on a team whose leading scorer in the playoffs was a rookie. I mean, if you just look at his historical record, too, in 2010-2011, he went back-to-back uh, NCAA Finals. I mean, this guy is not new. He, he has experience, and he has proven oh, himself. Oh, I remember. You know? I remember. Oh, yeah, Because I remember Gordon Hayward chucking that shot up from half court. I'm a huge Duke fan, which is definitely <laughs> going to become a thing <laughs> in this podcast. And I remember... Gordon Hayward launching that shot. They say he missed it by like three inches. Oh, man. But to coach a team that pretty much, that's it, not a big team, within three inches of beating Duke right. is insane. Yeah. Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach. And it wasn't like a fluke, too. They went it back the second year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, they were they were legit. Yeah. Yeah, they were not um, Okay, we're, we're talking about Kawhi, though. Yeah, we're getting Kawhi, sidetracked. Kawhi. Yeah. So I think that makes the Raptors really good. Yeah. Uh, definitely Kawhi is going to be better than DeRozan. Kawhi, yeah. I think they actually now have, if if Kawhi is healthy and if he's the player he was before this injury, I think the Raptors have a pretty good shot at convincing him, actually, to stay around. Because yeah. I, like, I mean, you could say he wants to go to L.A., but I think he was really, he just wanted to get out of San Antonio and, like, yeah. L.A. looked good. Yeah, what's, he what's San Antonio going to do? You know, they got, they but, lost like, Ginobili. you look at it like this. L.A., L.A. might be the biggest market in the league, right? Oh, by far. But yeah. if you go to Toronto, you have a whole country 
That's supporting. true. It's, it's just Canada's team. Pretty much everyone in Canada supports the Raptors. It's like the Blue Jays, the you've Raptors, got like, like You've everybody. got, like, Drake up there with you. Yeah. You've got, like... God's plan. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this shit got me in my feelings. <laughs> God's plan when LeBron... He got um, LeBron. But Toronto's, Toronto's going to be a really good defense this year. And then, really, if, it, if Kawhi stays, they can contend for a few more years. Yeah. I'm predicting some really good... Actually, the Eastern Conference, the top three teams, the Sixers, the Celtics, and the Raptors, uh, that's going to be fun. Yeah. There's going to be some really good playoffs in the yeah. East between those three teams. The, the first round of the playoffs in the East is going to be a joke. Yeah. Like, the, there's really, going to be some really garbage teams who sneak yeah. into the playoffs. But those those three teams, like, going to be some really good basketball played if Kawhi stays. And then if Kawhi leaves... The Raptors are just going to do the rebuild that they need to do anyway. Right. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward so, to the next NBA season because it's not going to be another Warriors-Cavs rematch. I know, yeah. That's great. Well, it's going to be a Warriors-someone War- rematch. Yeah, it's going to be Warriors what plus blank. Somehow, Kevin Love just goes beast mode and we have another <laughs> Warriors-Cavs. Carry, carry I mean, the team. I would die. He averaged, he averaged like 26 and 13 his last year in Minnesota. I would like quit the NBA if the Cavs made it again. Like, I mean, yeah. And speaking speaking of quitting the NBA Smith for unfair the things, team. oh god, <laughs> he'll carry the speaking team of quitting the NBA for unfair things. If you weren't aware, the Warriors signed another fucking all star. Okay. Um, fuck you, Boogie Cousins. Demarcus Cousins, who is often considered the best center in the league, he's definitely top three. Signed with the Warriors for the mid level exception. That's like five million dollars a year. They should talk to like Teddy Roosevelt about trust busting because this is a trust. This is a monopoly, am, and monopolies never do well. Like, you just okay. I was actually like the Warriors were fun to watch in like 2016, yeah. right? They had Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. Yeah. Then they blew a three-one lead to LeBron. Draymond went and cried in his car and called Kevin Durant. No, oh, yeah. They got him to sign. All of a sudden, it became unfair. Now they won two straight championships. And neither one was close. Yeah. And now they added another all-star. Yeah. That is like, oh my, like you cannot even. I'm just going to go watch college at this point, you know? Hey, college is great, college man. Is exactly. College is great. Duke college is, is, like is going to be awesome College is like the antidote to the NBA's like shit poison right now. Like, I mean. Duke's got three top, is Duke's got three top five picks on the roster. Which, Come watch us. Which sucks. <laughs> nah, we're going to be awesome. Well, yeah. we learned recently that UMBC is a playoff competitor. Hey! Oh, really? <laughs> Rip Virginia. <laughs> oh, my God. That was the Virginia. most entertaining so, game. That yeah, was great. So I watched that. Basically, that was so good. no one seed had ever beaten a 16 seed before. There had been a couple of close games, right? But then Virgi- UMBC just goes out there. And Virginia was a legendarily good defense. Exactly. One of the best defenses college has ever seen. Yeah. But... UMBC just went out there and scored 53 points in the second half yeah. and beat Virginia by 20. And also, they really cracked Packline because they they were on fire on the perimeter. Yeah. They were really shooting threes. They were, and if you can really move the ball game, really fast and shoot and dribble penetrate, yeah. that's how you break down a They kind of had a methodical offense, uh, Virginia did, and, and you know UMBC just blew them by. You yeah. know, they just had speed. And power, and they had a Virginia, it's kind of a joke in the ACC because Virginia's never won and he, like really? Virginia always chokes in the tournament, but yeah. this is another level. They yeah. were the one, the one overall seed. They were the highest rated of the one seeds, which means they sh- theoretically were playing the worst team. Yeah. In all of college, best versus worst. It, who made the tournament, and yet 
They just fucked I just, it up. The talent gap between those two was so high. Yeah. Yet they, they but apparently so it wasn't super high in the direction we were expecting it to be. Exactly. It was UMBC's up here, and Virginia's kind of down and here. And also, in the, uh, in, it was the most lopsided win for a uh, 14th, 15th, or 16th seed game. By, uh, oh, by yes, it was the most lopsided win for a 16 seed game. Well, yeah, but no, for a 15th, 14th, and <laughs> Yes, because no game. one's yeah. that good and loses yeah. that badly yeah. to a team that bad. Yeah. But boogie to the Warriors. Well, yeah, So it's what we're talking about. Yeah. And oh my, like, you can't, you can't. No. There was, before Kawhi, before Kawhi was traded to Toronto, you could say that the Warriors' starting lineup was better than the best lineup the East could put together from all 15 teams. Yeah. Now it's like, okay... The East lineup would win by a little, but it's still like Steph Curry is amazing. Klay Thompson is really good. Kevin Durant is legendary. Yeah. Draymond Green is I hate his ass, but he's really good. Yeah. Demarcus Cousins, we'll see, because he blew out his Achilles, and players just like historically have not come back from that yeah. nearly as good as they were. But if he comes back, if injuries. he comes back, and even is like seventy-five percent of the player he was, bam. Center was the one position. Center was the one position that the Warriors weren't stacked at, and now they're stacked at it again. Um, we'll they had see. Zaza before. Un- now they have and Javale McGee. Javale McGee. Zaza but, um, Petruvia. Un- until Demarcus comes back from injury, which they're saying, the, the most like friend, the earliest projections I've seen are in like January, and the later ones I've seen is oh he'll be back for the playoffs. Yeah. Until then, the Warriors don't really have a center at all. They're going to be playing, like, Jordan Bell, your, oh. your Oregon boy. Oh, yeah. Who is good, but he averaged, like, four points a game. That's true, yeah. They're saying he's the next Draymond, good in Oregon, but, but he's got to step it up. Yeah. So Now Oregon's got that bull boy, you know? Yeah. Bull, bull. <laughs> bull, bull. Bull, bull. Bull, bull, bull. The boy. son of Manute Bull. He's got, that bro- he's got a broken jump shot, though. He shoots yeah. it from, like, his chest. That's true. <laughs> he's super he's skinny. Like, I don't need talent. I'm tall. Yeah, but he's super skinny, and it's like, eh. I'm not that high on like his Muhammad potential. Bombo Oregon's going to be good this year. They're a tournament team. Yeah. They've got a couple first-round picks on roster. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. They just got to make the tournament this year. No, no, no NIH. And then time, number four that on my list. That just stands for not in tournament, right? <laughs> not invited <laughs> tournament. <laughs> not, yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. not in tournament. Not in tournament. Not invited tournament, yeah. yeah. Um, number four, Carmelo Anthony to the Rockets. I hate this move for the Rockets. Yeah. Okay. Mello is a ball stopper. But he's a clubhouse cancer, too. Yeah, he's, like, okay, best case scenario here is that the Rockets are getting Olympic Mello, yeah. who's willing to sacrifice, like, what he can do for the team and all that. Yeah. But that is not happening. I'm at it. They are not really getting Olympic Mello. Like, way back. Yeah. His, um, his 2K rating is a 79. Ooh. Ooh. They are, like... A C. Yeah. This... Has to be like Melo's here for maybe two more years and then he's out. Yeah, he's been overrated his whole career. Yeah, the Thunder had to dump him on the Hawks because they were gonna have to pay like a hundred million million in luxury tax because his wow. salary was like twenty eight million this year. Jeez. And because of like the scaling of the luxury tax, they were gonna have to pay like a hundred million. Yeah. And they were not willing to do that, so they tossed him to the Hawks. And I don't get it. The Hawks traded Dennis Schroeder for Carmelo Anthony. Dennis yeah. Schroeder is good. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony, they waved him in like two days. Dennis Schroeder's on his way in. They bought him out in two days. on his way out, you know? The Thunder actually now, Dennis Schroeder's going to be like the best backup in the league. Or yeah. one of. Terry Rozier's up there. Marcus Smart is He's up gonna there. He's going to be good off the bench. Scary like Terry. my boy, Ginobili. 
Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Just dude. retired. Yeah. And I've always liked him. I didn't realize how much I liked him until yeah, he retired. Too. I didn't realize how much I liked him until I made that like 12-minute tribute video. Like, being Argentine, I was always like, yeah, Ginobili, cool. But I never realized how much I liked him, right? But in Argentina, he's like the he's like a god. Yeah. He's like and Messi. Then, he's like, every, every time somebody talks about basketball, it's oh, did you hear about Ginobili? It's like, yes, I'm Argentine. Yeah, and then, and then I went in, I made his tribute video. I did not realize some of the stuff he did. No. He dunked on 7-6 Yao Ming. Yao Ming boy. Yao Ming, one of the tallest players in the league, Manu just dunked, dunked on him. You can also claim that he was one of the people that popularized the Eurostep. Yeah, oh, definitely, no. He is the guy. Yeah. He also just had this penchant for making these insane finishes. Like, yeah. you look at some of the twisting Behind stuff he did. Like, and, you know, he can't see the rim, and he just, he just, it just the ball the, goes in. It's like, yeah. what? It's like, but the Rockets, okay? So, yeah, Melo's coming off the bench. They've pretty much established that. Yeah. So, he could potentially step up. And lead them and like be that scoring punch. Yeah. Um, and like, that's the Wi Fi password. Oh, okay. Good. Um, and he could like, you know, when Harden and Chris Paul have to go to the bench, he could, um, you know, be out there, score, and lead the charge. But like, really? I just think he's gonna like not be happy. He doesn't wanna come off the bench. He laughed when the Thunder suggested that he was oh, gonna come really? off the bench. Yeah, no. He's, and yeah. now he's on the Rockets, and the Rockets are like, oh, you're totally coming off the bench. I feel like the Rockets had one year where they could win the championship, and they did not win the championship. 27 missed consecutive threes. You okay, cannot do in that. fairness, though, they would have... I think they could have won that series if Chris Paul was healthy. Dude, if they if four of those threes made it in, they would have won the oh, game. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. 27 missed threes nine. for, like, the best shooting team in God. history is, yeah. like, unheard of. It was fun to watch if you're but, not a Rockets fan. Yeah, like... It's just sad, because it was against the Warriors, too. It's like... Yeah, everyone wants the Warriors to lose, except yeah. for all the bandwagon fans. They're like the Pats. Or it was actually my dad, because my dad's been a fan I was from, like, absolutely a long amazed. time yeah. ago. I met someone at my cousin's wedding who had been a Warriors fan before the Warriors were good. I was like, Like, Whoa, the, like really? the We Believe days? No, not that long, because she wasn't that old. Okay. But, like, 2011, uh, when, like, okay. Steph Curry had just been drafted a couple of years ago, right, and I'm right. still... Mad about that, because no, yeah. I'm a Wolves fan, and we drafted two point guards who were not named Steph Curry right before Steph Curry was drafted. Yeah, we drafted Ricky Rubio. Ricky uh, Rubio is still okay, and Johnny Flynn, who flamed out from injuries. Johnny well, who? Yeah, he was he was good his rookie year, Yeah. and then he was out of the league in like another couple years. Johnny Flop. Oh, God. Johnny, Manz <laughs> Johnny Manziel. Oh, God. Who's like actually still bad in the Canadian League. God. Yeah. It, wait, His first game, he threw like four interceptions in the first half. Oh, it was amazing. So so impressed, <laughs> so impressed. And now Baker Mayfield is. Oh yeah. Mm, well, he, maybe the, maybe the next Browns bust. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, I don't know. I want him to be good. Baker Mayfield's like he's really like a bad per like kind of a shithead, but he's a good player. Like watching him play as a Sooners fan, it was like he was good, right? Mm -hmm. He was extremely good. And, like, one difference between Baker Mayfield and Johnny Manziel, Johnny Manziel, from the start, was like, I'm, it's all about me, you know, oh, yeah. I have this team, but Baker Mayfield was Mayfield's like, at least had to prove himself, yeah, right. and now he's, like, coming off the bench for the Browns. Yeah, he has a chip on his shoulder. They said, you, Hugh Jackson was like, there is no way in hell you were starting, and I think yeah. the real reason is, we paid this guy so much in free agency that we have to start him. And Tyra Taylor is pretty good, like... Yeah, like he, but Mayfield he, really doesn't need to learn off the bench, I think... No. Toss him in like we did with oh fuck who was our quarterback this year? I'm sort of a Browns fan, so I'm saying R, but uh, I was, do uh, Deshaun Kaiser, right? Right, yeah. 
I mean, we go through like four quarterbacks a year. It's, yeah. And, anyway, uh, now the Sooners have Kyler Murray. N- number five play. on my list: uh, draft night trade, Luka Doncic for Trey Young. Mm. Oh my God! <laughs> what? Even the as a Sooners fuck? fan, I'm like, why? Because Trey Young was good for as a while. A, as a Sooners? Oh right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so Trey Young, serious bust potential. And I think Atlanta got super lucky when Marvin Bagley was taken second and they had the option to get Luka Doncic, pair him with, like, Dennis Schroeder or, like, John Collins. That's a yeah. good young core. No. They flipped him for Trey Young and a future pick. <coughs> they flipped Dennis Schroeder for Melo, who they waived. The only explanation I've seen is that the, um, the Hawks GM used to work for the Warriors, and so they wanted their own Steph Curry. Uh, Great. But Trey Young is not is Steph that- Curry. Yeah. And also, like, they're like the opposite of the Atlanta Braves, pretty much, when it comes to these kind of things. Are the Braves actually smart? They're, yeah, they're really okay, smart so, right now. They have a really good uh, um, but rookie. The court. only good thing that the Hawks did by taking Trey Young is pretty much guaranteed themselves R.J. Barrett next year. Yeah. Who sure. is stellar. Yeah. Without, without getting into this, because I'm sure this will be a later podcast, great finisher, um, considered consensus number one pick. One of the highest-rated recruits. I think he's the highest-rated recruit since Andrew Wiggins. Wow. Although, mm, Andrew Wiggins has <laughs> not panned out. I'm a Wolves yeah. fan. I hate that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's also the future of Canadian basketball. Yeah, definitely. He's like... Actually, he led um, you at Team Canada's U19 team against Coach uh, John Calipari of Kentucky's... Uh, USA team because mm. Calipari was using that trip to recruit. Oh, and Canada was using that trip to win. Oh, and yeah. Barrett had like 38 points and Canada beat the US and it 38. is hilarious to nice. me. Yeah. It's almost as hilarious as when uh, the US lose to Argentina in 2004 Olympics. Yeah. Well, that was great. Manu, if Manu Ginobili is the game's leading scorer, then the US deserved to lose that game. Yeah. As good as Manu is, there was like Kobe and AI and Tim yeah. Duncan on that team. I mean, like, the no. Argentina team in the 90s and early 2000s was really good. They had, like, Luis Great, Cola. but USA is the home of basketball. I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's nobody even close. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, like, baseball is at least as competitive with Japan and, like, you know, Puerto Rico and, and the uh, Dominican yeah. Republic. But, good, but we we created basketball, and now, like, Spain, Spain is on the way down. It's coming out. I don't, I don't even remember who we beat in Rio. Um, Australia's looking okay. Yeah. If... And if Kyrie had decided to play for them, which he could have done, they would be looking a lot better. Yeah. But he plays for Team USA instead. Is Ben Simmons going to play for Team Australia? I think he probably is. Oh, he's an Aussie? I didn't know yeah. Cool. You probably didn't know Kyrie was either. Uh, they I, like I knew that, but... Aaron Baines? Flat, flat Earth he? Boy. I think he is. <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, the Flat Earth Boy. Oh, God. I hope <laughs> Ben Simmons plays for Australia just so we can see him suck. Nah, Ben Simmons... <laughs> As much as One I point. hate, as much as I loathe the Sixers, Ben Simmons is going to be really good. Yeah. You you watch him play like the six. Fruits. He averaged like sixteen, eight, and eight as a rookie. The he has eyes process. in the back of his head. He is. Yeah, he's good. So good. He's very good. He's, there's, there's reason if, why. If he gets a jump shot, he's a generational talent. Yeah. There's a reason why one. Speaking of getting a jump shot and generational talent, Giannis. Ooh. Who I, I think if Giannis can start shooting threes at like 35-36%, I think he has a shot at good. I he is yeah. my pick actually this year for MVP. Really? 
I think he's going to step it up to a whole other level. You look at his career, he's stepped it up to a new level every year. Like, That's last true. year, a couple of years ago, he was, like, barely playing. Then he started stepping it up. Then he averaged, like, 22 a game. Last year, he averaged, like, 29 a game. I could see him well over 30 this year. Um, I think the Bucks are probably the 4 or 5 seed. Depends on how good the Wizards can be. Depends on how much of a locker room cancer Dwight Howard is. I just hope you, you don't become that guy that's like, <coughs> Johnny Menzel will be as good as LeBron, his main buddy and partner LeBron, will, has ever been. And I'm like, oh, no. Was it, was it no. Skip Bayless or Stephen A. Smith who was like Skip super Bayless. high? Okay, yeah. Skip Bayless is yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Um, Blasphemous. Anyway, so now the Mavs have Luka Doncic. And number six on my list, they also have DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Now, DeAndre um, had been a stellar defensive player. He's kind of fallen off that, but he's still a really good center. He averaged like 15 rebounds a game. Yeah, he was really he's solid. He's great around the rim. He's going to have tons of fun like getting dumps off, dump-offs from uh, Luka Doncic. Because Luka right. Doncic is one hell of a playmaker. Yeah, he can feed the ball to And yeah. he's also got experience playing at that level, which is why he's... By far the favorite to win Rookie of the Year. Mm. I saw these experts, like 59% had Luka Doncic at Rookie of the Year. The next highest guy was Aiton at like 12 or 14 or something. So people are really high on Luka Doncic. And DeAndre Jordan is going to be a presence for them. Going to be that good good guy down low. Uh, Number seven on my list. I don't know much about this because I don't really follow the Pacers. But Tyreek Evans, they signed him. He was really good his rookie year. Yeah, yeah. He won rookie of the year. Um, he's kind of fallen off, but we could see him become a really good player working with Victor Oladipo. Hopefully, Miles Turner can step it up. Indiana could be good. Uh, I really, outside of those top three teams in the East, it's like there are some teams that could be good and we're waiting for one to break through. Milwaukee could be good. We're waiting for them to break through. The Wizards yeah. got rid of Gortat. Added Dwight Howard, added Austin Rivers, who's going to be a good backup for them. The Wizards might be good, which I'm not happy about, because even though I live in D.C., I fucking hate the Wizards. Because everyone here here is a jackass Wizards fan, and they have no respect for us. Like the Nats over here, you know, just like... (sighs) I feel like all three of us aren't Wizards fans. Oh, yeah, no. Blazers, Timberwolves, Celtics. Yeah, Yeah. no, and we all hate the Wizards. Do you hate the Wizards? Because I hate the Wizards. I am kind of neutral on the Wizards. The, the, I, haven't, I haven't really developed a hate for them since I just moved here last so year. So I, I went to a game, a Wizards Fuck game you. this year, when the Wolves played the Wizards, right? Sorry. And, <laughs> and the Wolves won in a very close game, and I was terrified there. Because, like, there were a whole bunch of pissed-off Wizards fans. Oh, yeah. And I was like, let me put on a jacket over my Wolves shirt, let oh, me yeah. take off my Wolves hat, and please don't beat me up here. Because, like, drunk Wizards fans yeah. are not are something insane. I want to be dealing with. They're just, like... Nah, like there were people fans. who were, like, screaming, fuck you, at me. Wait, I was really? like, yeah, I was just there, watching the game, people screaming, fuck you, at me. So like, okay, like that, uh, the chill. the Mariners fans that threw oh, yeah. a whole beer... The, the best part, the though, is I'm a Duke fan even more than a Wolves fan, and when Tyus Jones, who was a Duke player, he won us a national championship, uh, was shooting free throws for the Wolves... Some guy just a couple rows behind me screams, Duke sucks. And it was hilarious. It's a Wolves-Wizards game, and you still have to bring Duke into this. Yeah. Let's bring like, Duke into th- every this fight. This is how big of a, of a like worldwide thing Duke is. Like, worldwide? No. 
All right. Yeah, actually, actually, we have no. pretty much the biggest, biggest or second biggest college fan base. Oh yeah, but like worldwide. Really? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> well, uh, okay. At least countrywide. Countrywide. You no, can't go. People some... in North Korea are gonna be rich. <laughs> <to go through. laughs> oh, totally. Kim Jong. Totally. Kim Jong Duke. Yeah. And then la- the last thing on my list before we send this off to baseball, the entire Suns off season, they made, I think, a bunch of great moves. They drafted DeAndre Ayton, who. I, I'm less high on than others, but I still think he's going to be really good. I think he could be like a 18 and nine guy this rookie year. I think his his ceiling is probably like 25 and 12, and like third team All NBA, second third team All NBA. I think he could be really good. Uh, they signed Devin Booker to a five year extension, which is huge because he is totally the future of the Suns. Right. He said he's done with missing the playoffs. They're he's not. The he's not. The Suns had a great offseason, but they're still not there. They're the Suns. They, they traded for Mikael Bridges, who was the leader of that Villanova national championship team, who played for three years and a redshirt year, and so is very experienced and can move into this. And then they uh, signed Trevor Ariza, mm-hmm. who they took him away from the Rockets, which he was key for the Rockets, and the Rockets are going to suck this year. Um... But he's going to be providing good veteran leadership for them. Right. The last thing I want to touch on, the Lakers are overrated. Yeah. Well, they got you LeBron signed LeBron, that's great. And LeBron is going to bring you back to the playoffs. But I'm hearing people say that they're winning 65 games they're and beating the Warriors. For they the are championship. Not. They yeah. are, best case scenario, a two or three seed, but I don't think that's happening. Yeah. They signed LeBron and a couple other players who don't really fit. And so, unless some young guy takes a massive step up, um, like, the Lakers are just not going to have much. Because LeBron, as great as LeBron is, is going to turn 35 this season. Right. And as good as he is, the West is better than the West has pretty much ever been. Yeah. And LeBron is just, like, how much can a 35-year-old man do? Right. He's going to do great things. But other guys have to step up if the Lakers want to have a shot. Yeah. How old is his son? His son is going into eighth grade. So how long does he have to wait to play with his son? Depends on if one and done is still a thing. I uh, don't good, think it will be. Is this son like a guard or a center? His son right now is like a forward at the level he's playing, but he's like he's like five ten because he's going into eighth grade. What if he becomes like a guard, he just passes like here you go, dad, and dad. He's, just he's gonna be it. about LeBron's like, side. Dad, he it makes me sad. He's. Going into 8th grade, and he's 5'10", and he's yeah. already dunking. But we're normal He's people. actually really good, though, if you watch him play. Yeah, he's, he's like, rated 7th like or 8th in his class. Superman. He's yeah. good. Yeah. He's going to be good. Um, All right. So I think, I think LeBron, LeBron is going to wait around long enough to at least spend a season with his son. Yeah. And that'll be fun to watch. And then if his son actually has a work ethic, maybe he'll be passing on the torch. Right. All right. John, uh, baseball. baseball. What you right, got? I don't, I'm, I'm so, out. I don't know baseball. And I'm in. All right. So we got the uh, – let's talk about the playoff picture first. Like, let's mm-hmm. talk about the NL, because, like, the NL is... Like, the AL is pretty much decided. The Boston. AL is going to be the Red Sox. Yeah. Okay. The or, or the, How about... We, we should do, like, a reverse World Series, where it's the two worst teams from each league. Like, the worst oh, team from each league. The Orioles. The Orioles against who? The White Sox or the White Sox? Uh, yeah, no, the Padres. The Padres. Padres, yeah. Padres on the other team. So it's, like, the worst team in all of MLB. That would be that would be some some nice stuff, but um, the AL is pretty much decided. I think Boston's going to run away with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, New York 
has no way of catching them. Cleveland, there's a lock. I mean, when you have a AL Central that's equivalent to a drunken blobfish, then you know. I mean, there's no really competition in there. And and there, I mean, Cleveland is pretty good. Let's just hope they don't choke again. And the West is the least decided one. But I think the Mariners are out. They're not going to win the, uh, the division because they have eight games back. They got Dude. a month left. Due to my hatred of some people at school, I'm not naming names, <laughs> I really would love the A's to win the AL West. Oh, yeah. I would have to agree. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would have to agree. Let's keep those people we, anonymous. Without naming well, names. We I have wanna, to keep them wanna... anonymous, but everyone here knows exactly who we're, <laughs> we're talking, talking about. about. Yeah. And any listeners who know us also know exactly what we were yeah. talking about. So let's see the AL West picture. I think I would argue that the AL West is... All around the strongest conference, I mean the strongest division in the AL, because the Boston Boston, and New York, you can't you can't consider Boston, like you can't consider the AL East a top division because of the Orioles, right? Because of the Blue Jays, yeah. Because of well, the Rays are doing okay. The Rays are like mediocre, but oh, actually they are they're seventy one and sixty two, so they they've actually been surging recently, but. They also got the, the the Blue Jays, who are a shell of their former selves, and the Orioles. Let's just not talk about the this. Orioles. So, everyone, I'm, I'm, fifty-two games back. Fifty-two games Ooh. back. And okay, also, I, I, I got a, I got a question for the audience. Who do you think is going to get this first? Boston to a hundred wins, or the Orioles to a hundred losses? It, I am a Red Sox possible? fan, and I believe the Orioles. Yeah. Will is get it 100. is it possible that it happens on the same day? Oh, that would be so great. Because that what if they're be, facing like, the each other? I don't, think yeah. they're, I don't think they're playing each other. I know their schedule, and yeah, I doubt they're playing. If that could happen, <laughs> that would be amazing. No. <laughs> Come. All right, so we got the uh, the AL playoff picture is pretty much decided yeah. out of the way. But I'm, the I'm NL playoff, playoff picture is pretty interesting, especially the NL West, which I thought was going to be the strongest division. But apparently, um, according to just records, it's the weakest division um, because... Arizona is leading by half a game. They're 73 and 60 right now. Oh, Colorado's half a game back, and then the Dodgers are one game back. You know, I thought the Dodgers were going to be better than they were this year. Oh, yeah. But, the, you know, Kenley Jansen just blew up in their face. Corey Seager's been out. You know, a bunch of their players have either been underperforming or then, have been injured. Yeah, Kershaw's been underperforming. Right, yeah. Yeah, I thought, I was like, I should have picked Kershaw from my fantasy team. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad I did. My fantasy team, I had Kershaw and Jansen. Those both Ooh. blew up in my face. My team sucked. Oh, no. I don't want to talk about it. You know what's the uh, surprising? This, this hey, is hey. Like the strongest, uh, the, the, like, this. What's what's been surprising that, like, recently the strongest division in the NL has been the NL Central, which I never thought was going to happen. You know, I thought it was going to be the NL West, for sure, because the Dodgers, Arizona, and Colorado, which are all pretty strong teams. But uh, the Cubs are right now leading with a four-and-a-half game lead on the Cardinals, who have been surging recently. But the Cubs have been, too. Um, Pittsburgh yeah, and Cincinnati are pretty much out. Um, Milwaukee is tied with the Cardinals, or, or a half game back from the Cardinals. So they're, they're I don't want racing. the Brewers to surge up. And uh, I don't know. I, I, as a Cardinals just, fan, I, I do not like the Brewers. Well, I'd like I the Brewers to of, uh, at least get the wild card just because they're a fun team to watch. Yeah, I mean, like, I would like to face the Brewers in the wild card, but I would like to beat the Brewers in the wild card race. But, like, because um, I think we can catch the Cubs, though. If we keep going at our pace right now, which is insane, 20 and 5, I think is the record, or 20 and 6, or something something like that, then I think we can catch them. But the Cubs, didn't they just win like 6 straight? Yeah. And like, I was. And also, well, yeah, no, ever, well, since adding Daniel Murphy, in Daniel Murphy's first five games with the Cubs, he has, like, his very first game, he had, like, a two run homer and a walk. His second game, he had another homer. And it's just like, oh, great. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Mike Rizzo. You did wonderful. Yeah. 
fuck you, Daniel Murphy. You joined the wrong side. Well, I guess well, it wasn't so, his decision. Yeah, I'm looking at the oh, standings, though. Oh. Uh, Cardinals right. put on waivers. Oh. Revocable so, waivers. The waivers. Cubs, yeah, He's the, Daniel the Cubs, Murphy. Come on. They also yeah. put Harper on waivers. Yeah, that's true. Revocable, though, so you can take right, him back. Take back. So, yeah, the Cardinals are only four and a half games back. Um, both the Cubs and the Cardinals are seven and three in their last ten. Right. They've been so hot. it comes down to, are, is either team going to get hot and is either team going to get cold? Yeah. Because um, if, if the Cardinals get hot at the same time as the Cubs get cold, the Cardinals can run away with this. Yeah. How many games are left in the season? Uh, Roughly? About more than 100 for sure. So 92 plus 42, because that's the easiest math here. Oh, no, wait, no. Well, yeah, you can just do 40 to 94. That's a little easy. Uh, so 134 games. So, so we got like 30 games left in the season. Okay, so, about, about. Yeah. 28, exactly. 28, exactly. Okay, so, so we got... We could, yeah. that's, that's very doable. Four and a half games in 28... If yeah. one team gets hot or one team gets cold, yeah, things could flip in an instant. I mean, like when I looked at the Brewers, like in the beginning of the season, they were loaded. They got you know um, Christian Yelich, who has always been underrated. I thought he was a great player with Miami, um, and then Travis Lorenzo Shaw Cain, and Travis, Travis Shaw, Shaw and Lorenzo Cain. They were both really good ads. I was like, watch out for the Brewers, yeah, you know. But but I mean, we've been pretty pretty good too. I mean, we've had a pretty good solid um, starting pitching core, and it's always been our offense has been the problem. But ever since Salsa Boy came along, um, it's been okay. It's been okay. But the they've Brewers see they're competitors, but they just have good offense. Their pitching right. is not good. It's not that great. No, Chase Anderson. I thought he was going to be the proverbial ace this year, but he he. Uh, I had him on my fantasy team, and I had to get like I think I let go of him, yeah, because he was just not not that great. He just now speaking of pitching and Cy Young, Jacob oh, yeah. Degrom, one point six eight ERA for the Mets, and his record and he already is like a, a losing record. It's yeah. either it's eight and eight or eight and nine. Wow, that that just proves how how bad the Mets are. Like I feel bad for Mets fans honestly because they started off with an eleven one. Um, uh, season like a eleven one record in the start of the season, so all the Mets fans were like, "Yeah, we're back," and then it's like, "Nope, you are not back. You are fifteen point five games back in the AL in the NL East." You know who? Stop. Halfway through the season, I thought Severino was gonna be the Cy Young. Yeah. And now he has the most wins in all of baseball. He's got seventeen, which He's is on the Yankees though. Which I know, is amazing which is offense, but. But then again, his ERA was like two point two. Now it's three point two seven. That's yeah, no, not a. You cannot. That's not a. That's, that's a not ERA. a good number for Cy Young. That's a solid ERA, but it's not a Cy Young level ERA. Cy I mean, Young, you at least want two point six and lower. Yeah. So like, for me, the the Cy Young competitors is Aaron Nola has also been pretty good. Aaron Nola. For me, and, it would be Trevor Scherzer. Bauer. And Scherzer. Scherzer, Nola, Blake Snell. Don't forget about Blake Snell. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. On the topic of underrated players, Blake Snell is up Blake there. Snell. I hated how in the All Star game. He wasn't um, picked to be a starter. I know that pissed me off. Cause he you deserves know? it. I was like, no, I, you you have to put Blake Snell in there. I know he's in Tampa Bay, and pretty much nobody lives in Tampa Bay. If he lived in, you know, like L.A. or New York, yeah, he would have been like starter. Been like, he's the best player well, of all time. I mean, yeah, it all comes down to how big is the market. Exactly. Every every team, every league. Has some big market teams, yeah, and some really small market teams. And that's why Chris Sale has been like, the start at the All Star Game two times <laughs> in a row. You look like then, except for now. Boston. Except yeah. for now, um, our manager said that Sale should go on the DL because he's injured. Truth is, he just wanted to give Sale ten days of rest. <laughs> what is he gonna go I to mean, Bahamas? Like okay, and also and he um, gave us he gave like. One player was one of our players. Mookie Betts was red hot. He's like, he oh, never yeah. the best. And he's like, you know, you should get some rest. Takes him out for three days. He's not injured. 
<laughs> misses oh three games. Why? Just just for actual just rest? Or? Just cause. He didn't need rest. He said it was fine. He said he was fine. They're like, I mean, okay, no one, you can go but you know who needs go to sleep. Who gets, who gets tired playing but, baseball? But you know, like, you know who needs to sleep, though? Um, uh, uh, who, what's his name? Uh, Edwin Diaz. I can't believe I forgot his name. He is insane. Nobody is in his league when it comes to saves. Like, like Kimbrell is an elite closer. I'm just a couple Kim other... Kimbrell? Yeah. Kimbrell. What is it? Kimbrell? Yeah. Okay, Kimbrell. Sorry. I just I've, like I've heard Kimbrell. I just Kimbrell. like how you pronounced it. I just like... I know Leaf. I've heard Kimbrell before, so I was like, Let's okay. also say Blake Trinan, the Nats guy who is shit, is on the A's and saving and has a... He's wow. their closer. <laughs> He's got 33 saves, which is good for him because yeah. he used to be a relief pitcher with an ERA above five. Oh, yeah. So I, I remember reading an article, like, last season, mid- midway through, about how god-awful he had been for the Nats. He's terrible. He was Dude, so bad and, for the Nats. And, and when I hear uh, Yankees fans bishing about uh, Sonny Graham, I'm like, shut up. There are way worse pitchers out there, uh, namely Dylan Bundy. Oh, I want to talk about this. Uh, Ooh, yes. This, okay. It was Orioles, can't, uh, Royals. And oh, it was, fuck. And it was no outs, top of the first. He was going to have a good, gay, good day. He was like, yes, it's another start for me. He gives up. There was no outs. He didn't even get an out. No ground out, no strikeout, no fly out. Four home runs, seven runs given up. No outs. No outs. Is, and then Buck Showalter, who I thought everybody thought was going to be like a pretty good manager. He pretty, he he's was, a, in my opinion, he's a good manager, but I hate him. He is. Yeah. He's always whining. He's always coming out. Oh, we played that. He was safe. Like, he's out by a mile. He's yeah. safe. He's safe. He's safe. Wasn't he the guy that um, walked... Intentionally walked um, Barry Bonds like oh, when yeah. his bases loaded and and because because Barry Bonds was like so good back then, Royd boy. Um, but I don't, I don't like Barry Bonds because he took he's, he's an asshole. Yeah, I hate Barry Bonds. But he doping. was really good. Let's talk doping. Who's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got plenty yeah. of that? Well, um, he's not my least favorite player. I just I suppose A Rod and then Starling Marte did that. Nelson Cruz, Robinson Cano, list you know, goes on and on. And you on know what I hate. On. A Rod Sunday Night Baseball Special. I hate him. You know what I also I hate, hate him. So A Rod Alex Rodriguez mm-hmm. is dating Jennifer Lopez, and I don't think <laughs> that goes well together because I hate I hate both of them. So it's actually well, good. It's I, I don't. It's just it's so. so I don't particularly give a shit yeah. about what celebrity is dating what celebrity. Like, I but, did I did an online health course. And they made me do an assignment researching <laughs> celebrity couples and whether or not their relationship was abusive. Oh, did you search oh, up Kim and Kanye? That's a good one. I should have. No, I ended, up, I ended up just doing like LeBron and his wife because it felt safe. Because yeah. they've been like married for like fucking forever. Mm-hmm. And it's like whatever. The only stable but relationship the best is part, celebrities. My te- I, I listed in my sources like common sense and untrustworthy tabloids. And my teacher was like, Gave me a B because you didn't use trustworthy sources. Find me trustworthy sources on celebrity couples. What? Do you call TMZ a trustworthy source? Like, come on. I don't call anything a trustworthy source. Oh, you know what's a trustworthy source? National Enquirer. <laughs> or what's better? Patriot just go, to, News. Just go <laughs> to the grocery and see what all those magazines oh, they yes. have, and you can that's, just quote the magazine. They like don't care. That's clickbait 20 the, uh, years ago. <laughs> the Washington Post actually linked a uh, clickhole article. Oh god! They made a whole. They wrote a whole article on this linking to clickbait. God, that's great. Like, hey, now going uh, yeah. back to baseball and the so, Orioles. I hate Alex Rodriguez Sunday Night Baseball special. Mm-hmm. I want him to just like, no, you are not good. You always talk about yourself. When it, when it was like the Cubs versus Nats, all I could talk about was himself 
and his playing career. I'm like, I don't care. So, so there's, yeah, there's stuck up people. They're stuck up, yeah. Like, anyway, so let's get back to, uh, we're, we're talking well, about let's, the Orioles, Let's right? talk about the Orioles. Let's talk about their oh, best yes. pitcher right Here's now. Here's my question. Will Andrew Kashner. Will the Orioles finish the season over 300? They're at 299 right now. Will they finish over 300 or I don't think so. I think it depends on who they're playing. Yeah. If they're playing some competitors, they are going to be shit. If they have a paper soft schedule, then maybe. But if they're playing, like, Red Sox, Cardinals... You know, they're literally playing the Red Sox every single game until the season ends. (laughs) Hey, you know, they've got some... It's it's mixed. They're playing the Royals. Oh, okay. So easy. But then they play the Mariners, which is... eh. Then they put the Rays, which is like, yeah. And then they put the A's, that's competitor. Yeah. Then the White Sox and Blue Jays, so those should be easy. Then yeah. the Yankees, Red Sox, and Astros. Ooh, that's going to be so tough. They finish, They're going to lose They finished the season, like, on a nine-game Like, the Astros, streak. like, finished on a 15-game losing streak on their, yeah. like, worst season in 2013. They're going to be that team. They're going to be the Astros of 2013. What if they, like, The, the like Astros, I just years. realized... When Altuve and George Springer were injured, the, yeah. the Astros in their last 10 were like 1-9. and nine. They can't win without yeah. Altuve and Springer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I, I respect Springer, honestly, as a player. He's, he's a pretty good I guy. respect Springer. I also respect Bregman. Yes. He's looking yeah. incredible. Oh, and John Lester, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, his story is incredible how he survived cancer and mm-hmm. shit. Like, that's, that's awesome. Um, and playing for, like, the Red Sox and the Cubs... Like an elite, he's an elite pitcher, I think. Mm, definitely. definitely, definitely. He has a really, he had a, he has a really good season right now. Um, so for the, uh, um, let's see this. So what would you guys think is the most underrated player in the uh, MLB? I would think Gene Segura is up there. Marquez. 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 Yeah. Whit Merrifield is also pretty good. Whit Merrifield's good. We were thinking about getting him, but Marquez is a veteran. He's been consistently good every single yeah. year, batting at least two seventy to two eighty. Right? Yeah, he's always been stunned. But he's this was like what his first All Star game. Yeah, his first All Star yeah. game. Yeah. He finally didn't get snubbed. And uh, Jose Martinez, I would also put on there. I mean, he's been pretty solid. But yeah. um, well, no, not if, also I think Cardinals, um, Scooter be... Jeanette. Scooter Jeanette. Yes. yes. Yes, yes. Did I put him on here? Oh, no, yeah. Yes. Scooter Jeanette, for sure. He is an MVP candidate in my, mm-hmm. in my book. Like, honestly, he's been really good this season. Um, um, I must say that as someone who can't even claim to be a casual fan, when you said, what do you guys think is the most underrated yeah. player, I cannot, I, really na- I cannot name a single player who is underrated in I, a sport that I do not follow. Yeah. The only time I ever even click over to that section of my sports app is Bryce to find Robert. out how bad the Orioles are doing. Or how many leads the Nationals have blown. Or how Jesus. many how bad Bryce Harper is right now. Oh, I hate it. He is he is overrated in my opinion. Yeah. He had a really good season. Yes. Thank but this you. year this year I hate it because my mom is a diehard Nationals fan and she was right. getting on my case for saying that Harper should not be in the All Star game. Yes he has homers. Yes he led the NL in homers. He had like eight less than JD Martinez At did in the most, AL. Speak, yeah. Speaking of he was, was batting like he got it in. He was a starter in the All Star game, and you should understand this, Dave, with your limited knowledge. He was batting like two ten. Oh, that's fucking awful. Like, that's he terrible. Got but after the so All Star game, he's done really well. Yeah, he brought, he's up to he brought his thing up to two forty. Yeah. Speaking of Bryce Harper and home runs in the All Star game, did he cheat in the home run derby? Hmm. Because I was reading up on that, and he was like. Getting his dad to throw him pitches before the last one hit the ground, which was clearly against the rules. Really? And he won doing that. So, huh. did he cheat? Yeah. Or was it legit? What do you think? I think... I think... 
I, I, I didn't see that, but I think even if he did cheat, he still deserves it. Do you think I should Just put on my tin hat? Um, Just because it was yeah DC. It was DC. Yeah, it was a home crowd. Maybe that's why they did it. But I, I, he might have cheated. I'm it gonna it gets them more money. It I'm gets gonna... MLB more money if they have yeah. Harper. Because Harper's really popular with everyone. Oh, yeah. So they can get more money if they're like, okay, guys, Harper's going to start. So here's yeah. here's his yeah. jersey. Go buy it. It's like $250. Exactly. It's overpriced. Yeah. But... yeah. Where's get like Harper a game-worn jersey. Where's Harper going in the offseason? Oh, here's where, here's where I think. And this is where my dad thinks, too. And I hope not for your sake because they think he's going to the Cubs. Cubes? Oh, yeah, and if he goes Cubes. to the Cubs, we're screwed. But now the Phillies have money to spend. Right. And the Phillies have Reese Hoskins in left field, Adubel Herrera in center, yes, Harper yeah. in right. Adubel, oh, that would be such a that stacked be, outfield. Yeah. Like, um, but I don't think he's going to go to the, I, he might go to the Yankees, but the Yankees already have such a stacked outfield. Though. I just don't think they got Brett Stanton, Gardner, Stanton, Brett Gardner is pretty solid. I but mean, they use, yes, Brett Gardner's been there while Stanton, they're going to use his DH so that if the center fielder is Aaron Hicks, they could take him away right. and put um, Harper in center, although he doesn't really like playing center. Yeah. So sometimes. But well, he'll, he'll I don't think I don't think do he really likes this next year. The Phillies will have more spending money than the Yankees do. Hmm. Really? I have to say, the sense I get watching Bryce Harper is that he doesn't much enjoy playing defense at all. So who cares what position he doesn't he's enjoy the umpires at? anyway either. <coughs> who in, who enjoys the umpires? Yeah. I some agree. dude. I, I don't know who, but some dude got tossed and replaced yes, the ump with a trash can. I love that story. Dude, he was just like, go to your home. Go to your home. Go to your home. He just sticks a trash can so behind home plate. It was fucking amazing. Dude, and like, okay, so for MVP, so for Cy Young candidate for the uh, for the AL, it's definitely Sna- Snell. Or Sale. Sale. Or but Verlander. Sale. Or no, here's why I don't think Verlander. He did so well at the beginning of the year. Also, I'm biased against the Astros, so I'm going to be saying shit about them the whole time. Sorry about that, any Astros fans. Sorry, guys. You know who you are. <laughs> Verlander, he was, what was it? He was like a, I think he had an ERA under two at the beginning of the right. season. Yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. like 2.2, 2 point something. Yeah, and now it's like 2.7. I don't think that's like at the point where if he continues to pitch how he is right now, I don't think he'll make it. In his last seven games, he's 4-3 and three with a 4.26 ERA. Uh, well, he's been yeah. on, he's been he's, really he's slipping. Cold. Yeah, he's slipping. And he yeah. hasn't played good teams. He's played the Angels and yeah, lost. Yeah, the Angels is just... And then he lost to the Rockies, and I think that was a... Mm. Yeah, the Rockies are doing pretty well, but, like, well, they have a good offense, but the Angels, yeah, Well, definitely. speaking of the Rockies, um, Coors Field yeah. is a park for hitters, but Kyle Freeland... Oh, yeah. The Rockies' best pitcher. He's just like, no, I, am, I, I will not go to that stereotype. He has a 2.9 ERA, which for him, because he's never been known as, like, a... Like a big pitcher. I mean, he's relatively new. It's his second season. Speaking but of that being I gotta a hitter, get his ERA stadium, plus. Why don't like all the good hitters just want to sign in Colorado? Yeah. A, you can get high there. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And B, you get to boost your stats. Well, also Citizens Bank Park, um, where the Phillies play. This might be good for Harper if he goes there, because that's also a good right. Yeah. Hitting the, park. the corners of mm-hmm. those. It's just a hitting box. It's and, just and of square. course, he's a pole hitter. So right. Left, yeah, left yeah, field, yeah. right field corner. Yes. Oh, and you got you also got to appreciate um, D.D. Gregorius's pole tendency. Every home run he's hit has been he he's left-handed, right? Yeah. He's left-handed, so it's always been at right field. Every single hit, not one in left field, not one in center field, always in right field. And I'm like, wow, that's 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 yeah. wow, that's insane. You know, D.D. Gregorius. Um, he was good of for the Yankees. A while. 
and Red Sox, Xander Bogarts are really good friends because they both speak Dutch. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Bogart speaks, like, eight languages. Yeah. He's, uh... Insane. Insane, yeah. Like, I think also who's underrated is Gene Segura. Like... Oh, yeah, definitely. Gene Segura is insane. He's done really well. Yeah. Which is kind of sad for the Mariners, because they have really good players. Mm -hmm. Edwin Diaz, Gene Segura. Like, but they just... they, They can never pull it together. Never pull it together. It's... It's, like, that's probably the saddest story in the MLB, is the Mariners right now. Wow, uh, underrated players. I just saw this. I didn't even notice him until now. Malik Smith, number zero. Really? Huh. He's batting three oh seven with two homers. Really? Yes. Yeah, so I just noticed. And I was like, "Whoa!" I was Rays like, Who's actually that? have someone. The Rays. Hmm. Yeah, I think they got Tommy Pham, but Tommy Pham's in his last of, seven yeah. games. He's batting four hundred twenty. <laughs> nice. Four twenty. Eighty. Nice. Oh, I got Do you guys know? I gotta tell you a story. This is probably the weirdest career I've seen this year. Is a guy named Nate Orf. O R F. You guys heard of him? Probably no, not. I think I right? might have. And so he was Duh. undrafted. So like undrafted in the NBA is already a pretty big deal. But there's only yeah. sixty picks, right? Yeah. Sixty picks. There's a, there's a lot of guys who go undrafted in, and have really good careers. In the NFL, it's like seven rounds, right? So it's like uh, seven. I don't want to do, do math, math right now. Um, um, I got my... 210. 210 picks, You're going to be doing math next but week. But 40 rounds of the MLB with 30 teams. So 40... 40 rounds. So 1,200, 40. right? 1,200 picks, right? So Being undrafted in that is... is bad. Is, um, <laughs> didn't someone draft, like, a future Sooners quarterback? Oh, yeah, that's right. Kyle MLB Murray. Draft? Kyle Murray, that's right. That's Kyle great. Murray was going to be pretty good. But, Speaking uh, of NFL... Oh, stars yeah. going into baseball. Tim Tebow <laughs> working his way up. <laughs> he's he's in double A right now. He was doing really, really well. Dear Lord, I want to go to the MLB. Speaking, Speaking like, of I, players from other sports joining the, joining the MLB, oh, yeah. Michael Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan. I remember that. that. No, you don't. Michael, you remember that story, but you don't remember. You were not alive. Jekyll Morden. Okay, so anyway, this Nate Orff guy, undrafted, right? He scraped his way up to the to the majors. In the minors, he played all nine positions in minor league. That's kind of pitcher, catcher, that's, that's, that's all impressive. of outfield, all of the infield. Like I've never seen that even in like, like all of my Brock Holt can play all of the outfield and all of the infield, but he right. can't pitch or catch. Right. I mean, they might be desperate and make him pitch or something, but like that's an extremity. I was like, how always, do you do that? I think that was like the first see. time in like three years that somebody did yeah. that, like nine positions. It's always hilarious to see guys who are not pitchers get tossed yes. in the pitch. Yes, Jose Canseco. Oh, the best one ever. Mitch Moreland, okay, he's a Red Sox first baseman in DH. He pitched one inning, struck out two. Oh. No hits, no hits. Oh. Just got two out and one was like a fly. Oh, out. that reminds that was, me of uh, when Panda, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. He was doing better than some of the relievers. He, uh, Panda, he's a, he's a special boy. When he went to the Red Sox, I was he like, He was oh, shit. He was absolutely shit. He was a World Series winner. Pablo Sandoval, he was on the Giants. I believe he was with them. In, was he with them in 2010? I know he was with 20, them in 2012 and 2014, so I, I know hate, he got those two. I hate two. Panda. As a, I, as I a Cardinals fan facing the Giants in the NLCS, I hate Panda. I, he went to the Red Sox, and all the Red Sox fans are like, yeah, because he's so good. Yeah. He comes, first <laughs> season, he bats like 230... 
maybe 14 or so homers, 60 RBIs, yeah. absolute trash. He was not useful. And then he went, like, like we, under 200. Like I think we put him on waivers. Yeah, yeah, you guys released him. We released him. Yeah, you released we also, him. We also released Hanley Ramirez. And yeah. um, my uncle is a big Red Sox fan. He's like, oh, Hanley Ramirez was our best player, and we got rid of him. And it's just, like, he hmm. was, El was not good. Yeah. Well, I'm busy not contributing to the conversation. Can I get y'all, like, drinks? Water. Okay. Uh, I'm good. You, you need a refill? Ah, uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I can. I can. I'm good. So this guy, he comes up to the major leagues. Come. And so, in like July second, right of this year, mm-hmm. he only had one hit in the major leagues in his short stint with the career. But it was a home run. It was like I think it was a game-winning home run too, on July fourth. So everybody was like America, you know, it was like on yeah. national TV. He hits a home run and gets a curtain call and then does nothing else. I'm like. That is probably the weirdest career I've seen this year. Yeah, that it is. is interesting. And you've just reminded me of this fun thing. July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. The Nationals-Red Sox series. I'm going to be talking about Red Sox a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. Rick Porcello pitching against Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer intentionally walks Jackie Bradley Jr. He wasn't hot at the time. He's yeah. never been a big hitter. Intentionally walks Jackie Bradley Jr. Thank you. To get to Rick Porcello. So he was hitting. So Dave, look. look. Look how crazy this is. July 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Mm-hmm. Nationals Red Sox series. Yep. Interleague play Nationals Park. Max Scherzer, best pitcher, arguably the best pitcher in all of baseball. Yeah. Throws, he intentionally walks our worst hitter, Jackie Bradley Jr., to load the bases so he can get to our pitcher, our pitcher who doesn't hit at all because he's in the AL, the right, DH. Right. Very first pitch, double. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Off of the best pitcher scores three runs. Oh, that reminds me. This is new. Like this isn't like that? this isn't pertinent to this I'm year. The cup. I'm terrified of having it right next to my computer. This isn't just, ha- like there's yeah. a so this cabinet like back there. Just put it on there. Okay, so this. Oh yeah. See. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So like um, this story didn't happen this year, but I thought it was pretty interesting to share. So I went to this Cardinals game. Um, it was in it was in St. Louis, this Bush Stadium game, and the Royals were leading by a run. Yeah, it was four to five, uh, five to four Royals. And um, we loaded the bases. They intentionally walked um, uh, Dexter Fowler because he was pretty good like during that time, <laughs> and to get to Yadier Molina. And right as like Yadier Molina, it was like pointing his bat. I was like, "What is he doing?" He's like Babe Ruth calling his shot. It's like no, there was a cat on the field running, like on the field. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and like people were like, "Was it a squirrel? Was it a cat?" And we, it was like this cute like cute little kitten like this big, right? Cats are and so cute. this like um, this groundskeeper comes and picks him up. And he like he does not know he was like carrying him like a like a um, like a baseball bat like <laughs> it was so bad and then the cat was like scratching him and shit it was so funny and then the next pitch Yadier Molina hits a grand slam and we win the game on that I was just like you have the lucky cat bro yeah lucky I know. cat bring him back. I have to say um, speaking of people dealing with animals oh yeah Manu Ginobili Ginobili who just retired. Literally one game in 2009. Yes, I love that. I shit you not, grabbed a bat out of midair. Yes, I love that. And now, there's a there's an exterminators company that offered him a job <laughs> handling bats. Yes. It's like somebody comes to your house, knock, knock. It's like, oh yeah, it's Manu Ginobili. I'm here Manu for your bat. I'm here for your bat. It's like, oh, come well, in, first, sir. can you sign every single thing I have? Yeah. yeah Please okay. sign my baby. Sign, sign my bat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kill the bat, get it taxidermally mounted, and sign it in a sharpie. <laughs> my Ginobili. 
Dude, I, I love that guy. Uh, awesome. That would the actually league, be the league's gonna very miss him. cool. Yeah. And does this mean that Greg Popovich is on the way out? Without you doing I think so. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like... The Spurs dynasty is over. Yeah. Tim Duncan's gone. Tony Parker went to the Hornets. Do you know they might be like the, uh, the fuck Red Wings. did Tony Parker go to the Hornets? They might be like the Red Wings of... Uh, of uh, no. that's, anyway. my, that's the one anyway. thing I know about uh, hockey. It's Sorry for turning really this into basketball. Now. It's all good. It's all good. No, no, no. This is all sports considered, right? Yeah. If, if, if we got to bounce around. All Fluidly. Going to need to get okay. into hockey pretty soon. So, the so best, wrap up baseball. What, what do you guys talk about think is the uh, best batter? I'll, let's start with NL. Like... Oh, NL. Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, so who, um, should, who should we start with? NL or AL? I think I we mean, should start with AL just because they're better I'd like to hit um, your Altuve. Boy. And it's because, alphabetically um, first, so we should definitely do it. My, my top Altuve, five are... I think has a... Yeah, I'd say he's one of the best hitters, and but he's more of a contact hitter. Right. I'd say he's pretty much the best contact hitter. Yeah. Ichiro's gone, so I think... Ichiro's gone. I miss yeah. Ichiro. Yeah, I know. Was he great. was like, the one player is like, okay, you're on the Mariners. I, I guess I will sort of like the Mariners because I like you. Yeah, exactly. It's just like... Urgh. Ichiro is just a good guy. But like, for me, the best players are Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, Jose Altuve, Gene Segura, and Mike Trout. I okay. think that's um, That'll be my top five. I would throw out Segura and oh, yeah. put in either Scooter Jeanette or Christian Yelich. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, but I'm just talking about the AL because... Uh, Scooter yeah, Jeanette, he's in NL. Really so good. that's why that's why I put I put Scooter Jeanette in the uh, NL section okay. for sure because like yeah you cannot leave out Scooter Jeanette, but like I think it, like like J D Martinez until a while ago had a shot at the triple crown except for his boy Mookie Betts yeah. uh, <laughs> stole the the batting average for. Uh, for well, the, let's just say that Altuve had been injured for a while, so his batting average of three thirty three had been there forever, and Betts right. was still first. Right, the it was a small sample size. Active. Yeah. And we're saying that, would you say that overall, if your batting average is over, is over like 300, that's the mark for like a yeah, good player? Yeah, yeah, So Betts is batting 340 right now. Good. Martinez is batting 337. I would put boom, Martinez boom. over Betts because I Martinez put, is just a better power hitter. He has Martinez, more power. I don't think I would, to be honest. Really? And this is really, really hard for me just because I love them both because, of course, right now, J.D. Martinez, 38 homers, leads. He does not lead all of baseball because of Chris Davis. But <laughs> Chris him. Davis. I love this. There's, a, there's like two Chris Davis. It's like the good and the there's bad. There's the Chris Davis of the Orioles who took performance-enhancing drugs and looks like a chipmunk when he bats. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then we have him, yeah. Chris Davis with a K. K, is it K-R-I-S or yeah, K-H-R-I-S? K-R-I-S. K-R-I-S. Oh, no, it's K-H-R-I-S. Or is K-H-R-I-S. it really? Yes. Yeah. No one spells it K-H-R-I-S. Yes. Yeah. I'm assuming that was his mother didn't know how to spell. Yeah. Why didn't you just spell like, like Chris Bryant's name? Yeah. Like yeah. Dwayne Wade. Oh, it, it is. Yeah. It is. Like Why Dwayne just, Wade's yeah. name is spelled wrong. Yeah. It's like D-W-Y. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not spelled normally. Huh. And so yeah, I would I would put those guys in you there. You would put Martinez over Betts, and it's again it's really hard for me because of course Martinez, thirty eight homers, one hundred and eleven RBIs. But I'm thinking of the all around like the MVP. I'm yeah. thinking of Betts because Martinez isn't as good as in the field. Betts is like a Gold Glove um, fielder. He's got he's he's speedy. He's fast. He's got the stolen bases. That's true. Yeah. And then, of course, he, he still has his fair share of RBIs. He only has 68. Then oh. again, he's batting leadoff. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you, and I think somebody batting leadoff that still has um, more RBIs than 
the best players of some teams. Yeah. Hint, hint Marlins. <laughs> um, Oof. Uh, yeah. I think he's got a good chance. I mean, he just came out of a, not a, a homer slump, and he had his 28th. And we also have to acknowledge the fact that 13 pitch at bat. Homer slump, in quotes. You know. Um, he had a but, 13 pitch at bat. Hit a grand slam. Oh, nice. Also, Xander Bogarts. So he's kind of like Three grand Carpenter. slams this year. Like, I see a lot of, like, similarities between Matt Carpenter and Mitch, uh, and uh, Mookie Betts. Yeah. Because they're both fast. They're both leadoffs. They both have power. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're, like, twins. And they're both much. good people. And they're both good people. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they're both pretty chill. Mookie Betts um, is one of the best bowlers in really? America. Back really? off Jason Belmonte. <laughs> He's, he's, he's Aussie. He he, yeah, parti- he participates in like these word world bowling championships. He's good. Interesting. So okay, for the NL, I would put Freddie Freeman, Matt Carpenter, Scooter Janae, uh Ben Zobrist maybe, and Marcakis. I would. Okay. Oh, that's hard for me because um, I'm sure you hate the Cubs too. Yeah. So let's take out Zobrist and put in Arenado. Yay! Yay! <laughs> get get all the cubes out of there. I, I put in Carpenter because at the start of the year, he was ass. He was terrible. He was batting like 150. He had like a strikeout ratio of like 30%. He was bad. But he has surged so well, and now he leads the league in um, slugging, OPS, and homers, which mm-hmm. like is pretty good. Now, what I think is that Ben Zobrist, is, he's batting 312. Okay, he's got nine homers and 50 RBIs. He's just a contact hitter. He yeah. is a contact hitter. But then you go over here to Arenado, and okay, he's batting seven under Zobrist. Big deal. He can change that in a few days. He's got 31 homers right. and 91 RBIs. Yeah, that's, that's and much So better. he's like definitely a bigger part of the Rockies than Zobrist is to the Cubs. Right. How many runs does... Wasn't oh. Zobrist... The MVP for the Cubs World Series. Was he? Let me check. Let me so. check. And, and I'm going to so. wrap this up and move into hockey soon. Okay. So yeah, I know. Last last topic. Okay. So let's see. Ben Zobrist. Hockey. We're not doesn't very skilled. Oh, yeah. World so Series MVP. I'm yep, going to be yep, doing yep. more research. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. I would put... I would put... I think Matt Carpenter, honestly, he... He's... Freddie Freeman and Matt Carpenter are leading the pack in the NL um, MVP race. Because if you look at Freddie Freeman's stats, he's just all around good too. The Freeman. I didn't put any uh, pitchers because it's it's really hard for a pitcher mm-hmm. to be MVP. Um, but it it can happen. It has happened. I mean, Clayton Kershaw mm-hmm. and uh, J- uh, Justin Verlander. Now Dave example. wants us to cruise along, so I think we should yeah. finish with Rookie of the Year. Salsa boy. We should finish with Rookie of the Year and then move on to hockey. Which is gonna be me only because these right. two fools don't yeah. know shit about hockey. Hockey's gonna last about ten minutes. Okay, I'll, I'll be furiously I'll be furiously okay. googling the whole time okay. trying to find something. NL Rookie to talk of the Year, Ronald Acuna Jr. or Juan Soto. Okay, this is a very, very, very hard decision for me because I feel that um, Juan Soto has been slowly slipping. I feel that Acuna should. Win it, but that's per- my personal Let's opinion. Let's see, two ninety two, nine twenty two. He has um, twenty one hits, sixteen home runs. I mean, he came up in the middle of the year, so that's pretty good. Let's see, Acuna, Acuna, uh, two eighty six. So two eighty six, which is less. Nine twelve, uh, twenty one home runs. So he has more home runs. Uh, I don't know about RBIs. He has a decent amount of stolen bases. Um, I don't know. It's pretty contentious. It's going to be really close. It's I think it just really depends close. on how the, size. the rest of the year yeah. rolls out. 
But I just think after Ronald Acuna Jr., after Jose Arena hit him, and then he yeah. was still strong about that, and he played the Marlins again, yeah. and Jose Arena was pitching again, and he was okay. He got plunked again, but not by Jose Arena, by the Marlins, but I don't know who yeah. hit him. But it was an accident. It was like a changeup that went the wrong way. Yeah, right. I just want to talk about this guy. He just came out of nowhere, this guy, Miles oh. Michaelis. Like... He was, he batted, he was, like, pitching in, like, 2012, 2014. He was pretty bad, so he went over to Japan, tried to, you know, like, uh, redeem himself, you know, kind of. Because Japan is a pretty good league, too. It's pretty, it's like, it's not like the, the Dominican or um, mm-hmm. or, or uh, Puerto Rican leagues who have their talent sucked out of it. Japan the... is a good league. They have the, the Hanshin Tigers. Oh, yeah. My dad, like, bought a shirt from there. Nice. He thought they really? sounded cool. Nice, nice. Like, but, you see. know, Mikolas, he's, he's like, definitely the Cardinals' ace. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. 13 wins, 2.96. It's pretty yeah. good. In the last month. Well, he's in the last month. Let's see. It's 13-4. It's weird. This is stupid. Look. Last 30 games, he started 27. I doubt that's true because his record is 13-4. So, yeah. he started this month. MLB at bat. Come on, Your guys. Your information is wrong. Wrong. Okay, but anyway. Give you a bad review. I really like this guy. I think he's really cool. I, I saw one video of him where people dared him to eat a live lizard, and he did. So everybody just calls him the Lizard King. I, and you call, think this guy is cool. He's so funny, though. Like, like honestly, I thought that was just funny. I, I, like, and so we got, like, so many, like, memes on the Cardinals now. Salsa boy, lizard boy. Like, anyway. Um, and you gotta love it when people are weird like that. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox manipulated one of his friends on his YouTube channel into eating a ghost pepper. Oh my god. Like, like just for example how bad he was before, he has a war of 3.4 right now for um, 2018 in his career. Do, do you know what war yeah, means? Uh, wins yeah. of a replacement. Yeah. So if you have a... Let's, let's just, let's just explain what war is. It doesn't matter if I know what's going on or not. The 2 plus war is starter, 5 plus war is all-star, 8 plus war is MVP. Okay, get that out of the way. 3.4 war... His career war is 2.6. That means that he had a negative war <laughs> for his entire time there. For a while there. It was like, yeah, negative 0.8 in 2014. So pretty good. Pretty good uh, story for him. And one last thing before we move on to hockey, because hockey is going to be hella short because yeah. of reasons. I just wanted to talk about this just because of I'm embarrassed by this one fact. Uh, errors. Who has the most errors in the league? Oh, I yeah. just like to say, Yoan Moncada used to be on the Red Sox. He couldn't hit a curveball. Oh yeah. So he always would strike out. We traded him to the White Sox for Chris Sale. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Chris Sale, twelve and four record right now, one point nine seven ERA. Moncada, eighteen errors. He has like he's betting like one ninety. Now what I'm pissed at is that Rafael Devers is leading all of baseball in errors. 21. Oh. oh, nice. He is nice. So, he's we a thought he'd be a good fielder. We thought he'd be a good fielder, but he just can't. Speaking of errors team-wise, because I was curious and I just looked it up, <laughs> oh, you're yeah. Cardinals. Yeah, you uh, know. Leading the league. That's why, um, that's why we got, that's one of the reasons why we got rid of Matheny, our manager. We just completely changed our entire coaching staff. Uh, I mean, when you have Dexter Fowler, Colton Wong, and Mark, Matt Carver for the longest time, batting under 200, something's wrong. That means something with your coaching is wrong. Because they're all pretty good players. I mean, and since the coaching staff has been changed, they've all become better. They've all become, I think, uh, Colin Wong is above 200. He's like 240 now. And Carb is like insane now. So, like, it's, it's just all, it's like baseball. It's just all a matter of coaching, really, sometimes. 
like it's just been much better. This Mike Schultz guy has been amazing. But I'm, I'm so just yeah. saying you have an error in more than three quarters of your games. Yeah, but we, we're, we're still winning a lot though now, so it, yeah. it's all good. Beat beat the Cubs. I hate yeah. the Cubs. I see bandwagon I Cubs fans everywhere. I hate well, the Cubs. Well, also not naming names, there are a few people. Yeah. That like the Cubs that make me hate the Cubs. Yeah. 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 And also a few people that like the Cardinals that make me yeah, about the Cardinals. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll keep him anonymous though, because this 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 should be a non-personal podcast, really. Yeah. For, but I got. No, I just want to end on this. this. We're, we're wanna... only bringing the famous names of professional right. sports athletes into this. I just want to. I just want to end on this. It's got to be the salsa. It's gotta be the salsa. It's gotta be the salsa. Alright, let's hockey, take it to hockey, hockey now. Hockey, what do you got? Because we got maybe 10 minutes worth of content on hockey. Yeah, yeah because. Because I John and I don't know shit about Alex hockey. Avichkin? Let's just start this. Let's one start thing. it off. The Capitals won the Stanley Cup. Hell let's yeah. go! <laughs> so, Dude, first we, time we like all live. Years, right? Or like first time ever. For, right? First time ever. For, for yeah. the listeners who don't know, we all live in D.C. And since John and I are not hockey fans, we get to cheer for the local team and not seem like bandwagons. Hell yeah. So the fact that they actually managed to win something is amazing to us. Because DC does not win in the playoffs. No. no. It is a curse. The Nats? It, we like, in like 20 years, we had not gotten past the second round of like any... The Nats, 2012? You keep banging on things with your fists here and it's really <laughs> weirding me out. <laughs> But it's like, just, what are you doing? It's just happy memories from 2012. Just makes me really happy, you know. Uh, two outs. Uh, you guys uh, blew a that five seven seven five lead. Of course we but did. He's reminding me of stuff. Remember 2013? Oh yeah, wasn't yeah. that a fun World Series? That was actually a really fun World Series. Yeah. <laughs> actually though, yeah, that was that was actually those Red good. Sox Cardinals. Yeah. And 2004. Oh yeah, and then uh, do you remember? Uh, was it 1967? And uh, 1946. We've had good We've had good series. Yeah, we've had good series. You guys kind of made it up. We kind of extended your drought, and now you guys are like, no, we got to have revenge, and you got revenge. So, So, Ethan, did you go to, like, the Caps Parade? Mm Mm-hmm. How insanely crowded was it? It was insane, but it was more fun just to see. It was pretty much all of the Capitals players... With holding the cup in the air and like Obi. with their jerseys, drinking beer, drinking beer, drinking right. beer. It was just beer, drinking beer over and over and over. Yes. They were like probably all drunk and yep. Well, by the end, oh, it's celebration. But it's a Did fun you... experience because I missed school for it. So nice. nice. Did you see that uh one guy who like grew some like hedge maze in the shape of like Washington oh, Capitals? Yeah. Or... I saw that. I saw oh that. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's great. It's the coolest great. thing. It's wonderful. It's lit. Yeah. And I gotta have respect though. The Golden Knights. Their first yeah. season as a franchise. They they like kind of, I, I get that in hockey, like they make expansion teams fairly good. It's really annoying. Like, they got to pretty much I am they got not a Destiny, fan of the Golden Knights. Yeah. They got their team and they got to take all the teams and all of the teams were able to lock mm-hmm. a few of star players and then they got to hand pick players that yeah. they wanted. Well so they took this great goalie from Pittsburgh. That's their goalie. He's like probably top ten goalies in the league. Right. Mm-hmm. So they took But in like basketball, for example, an expansion team, if they don't have a top five pick, it is like insane. Hmm. Cause I you see. get to lock up like your top there's like thirteen or fifteen players on a roster. You get to lock up your top six guys, and then you can't choose more than one player from any team. Really? So, like, the top teams, like maybe Boston, who have a lot of depth, 
-hmm. Like, so you're freezing your whole starting lineup, and then, like, Terry Rogier or Marcus Smart, but that means that the other of those that you didn't freeze up can be taken, or they could take, like, Marcus Morris. So, that'd be good. But, like, teams, like, who only have a good starting lineup or who don't even have a good starting lineup, like, there's nothing worth taking. So, at most, you're getting a couple guys who are, like, quality starters at best. And then the rest are, like, bench players who you're forcing to start. Yeah. And so you just have to look forward to your draft picks, which the Brooklyn Nets managed to not do. Hey, everything. They finally get their first-round pick this year. They dumped off, like, four straight years of unprotected firsts for washed-up Paul Pierce and washed-up KG. It's kind of like what the uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, trading their entire future for Shelby Miller, (laughs) which we got rid of, and now he sucks. Like, I was really sad when I saw Shelby Miller sucks, because I always like to watch ex-Cardinals. But... When I when I when not, when I saw them trade their entire future away, I was like, yeah, some some idiots, some some ass there. Yeah, but Ma- the Mavericks got rid of their pick this year in the Luka Doncic trade. Oh yeah, and that's gonna be a good pick. The Kings don't have their pick this year. Yeah, which is really dumb. Oh, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Either the Celtics or Sixers is gonna have it. So let's go back to hockey, hockey. because yeah. we had the sidetrack. Cause yeah. So are the Caps gonna be contenders again? No. No. I don't Why? think so. I this is our same team. We re-signed a bunch of people. In my opinion, and I am a die-hard Caps fan. People are gonna get furious at me for saying this. I think we just got lucky with Pittsburgh. Hmm. We knew we had to win that one game. Had we not won Game Six of that series, we would have been gone. Really? Are with, Are you a little bit grateful to Vegas for taking away Pittsburgh's goalie? Yeah. Okay. Because they had Matt Murray. It was it was like sort of. It would flip-flop. Matt Murray would be the best goalie on the Penguins, mm-hmm. and then it would be Flurry, Murray, Flurry, Murray, Flurry, oh, Murray, Flurry, and now the Golden Knights had Flurry. Flurry was great. He, he was very hard to beat, but right. we found his weak spot, which was just shoot, 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 right. shoot, shoot, shoot. And also, and hockey goal. is just a really strenuous sport, too, so mm-hmm. you can't play the whole time. Oh, yeah. So just, ch- just check people into the walls. Holby and you have a clean sheet. I mean, Holby there, there is are... considered, like... In the top three goalies in the league behind Sergey Bobrovsky and Carey Price, I can't. I, can't uh, I hate. I hate people who have names like that. There's this uh, guy on the Lakers. He's a rookie whose name is like Svitoslav Mikhailuk. Well, the fact that you even tried to pronounce it accurately. He is, he yeah. played Insane. for Kansas against Duke. He shredded us. So I'm pretty sure I got the last name right, and I'm pretty sure I got the first name wrong. That's kind of like... He's also yeah. one of the most famous players in the league, Giannis Antetokounmpo, <laughs> which most commentators still can't get right. Yeah, I can spell it, but a lot of commentators can't really? say it. Anyway. So it's like it's like pronouncing Coach K's last name. Krzyzewski? K-R-Z-Y-Z-E-W-S-K-I. Nice. That was it, I remember. Yeah, no, I saw that. That is amazing. We're looking at the... Um, picture of the guy who grew the hedge maze. Go ahead and look it up. It is so beautiful. Yeah, that is so much work, and he just nailed it. I know. You gotta like. Um, so you gotta plan that shit too. We're, we're actually like well into this podcast, so just give us a couple highlights from the off season, and then we'll wrap things up. Okay, so the Anaheim Ducks are going to be bringing back nine of their older jerseys. Okay. And to me, they look like trash. You should search them up. Search up Anaheim Ducks. Um, new, look at these right now. Bring back New Jersey's. No, they're not good. I'd recommend if you ever 
get one as a birthday present if you're a Ducks fan. I'd highly recommend burning it. <laughs> and yeah, because oh, that else. is awful. Let me see. That is just like if you can't no. find them online, you can no. also search up no. Um, that just looks Pringles Anaheim Duck. No. That just looks bad. No, no. So let's see which one you see. It yep. looks like a. They're bringing back that, and they're also bringing back that same thing in orange. Oh, it looks like, like, like a. It's, tell it's me, bright, bright orange or like nasty bird? Okay, orange. it looks like a fucking. Right. Po- oh, it looks okay, like a fucking potato chip but, with malaria. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's it bad, isn't it? Yeah, that I already is, thought. I already thought this the was back was when Disney. Are they, owned sponsor, the are ducks. they sponsored by Pringles? <laughs> they no. should be. This was back when oh, so Disney like, owned the ducks. So is that like a Donald Duck thing? Well, it was sort of because they called them the the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Yeah, oh, I can Jesus. I can sort of see like Donald Duck's face in there yeah. a little, I guess. I I, I didn't like their new logo, but this one's just bad. Like, I know, right? The the, the purple one right over there. Oh, I boy. hate it. Yeah. Pretty much, if you take that Pringle and put two hockey sticks with it and put it on a jersey of whatever color, it looks terrible yeah. for a pro team. I know. It looks terrible. There's bad logos, there's worse logos, and there's this. The good, bad, and the ugly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, what else? You um, moving on. Seattle, since, since there are now 31 hockey teams, they're going to try and get a 32nd on. And okay, I personally, there, Se- there are Seattle's two big teams. Sports. There are two yeah. big um, places that are trying to get it. Seattle, because they, they already have mm-hmm. baseball. They have soccer, don't they? Yeah, they have the Sounders. They're, on the, very the short, yeah. they're on the very short list of where the NBA would expand. Mm-hmm. And then they have hockey. And if they had an NHL team, then you have, well, I'm still going to call it three, because I don't consider soccer to be one of, a big sport. But not anymore, yeah. Not, 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 not in the U.S. Not in the U.S. In other countries, in other countries yes. But it's I still the, think... Like it's the world's biggest sport, but in the R4, U.S. it's not a thing. R4 are still America, football, baseball, basketball, and hockey. I'd say hockey yeah. is the bigger than soccer. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're thinking Seattle wants to try and get a team over there, and also Atlanta. Atlanta had a team back 30 years ago called the Thrashers, and they're yeah, thinking about the taking Thrashers, them back. Yeah. Personally, I think that'd be a, a cool idea because Atlanta has the Braves and the Hawks, and you can add in a hockey team and make it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do they have a football team? I'm, I'm, uh, they do, uh, don't Falcons. they? Falcons. Falcons, Falcons yeah. yeah. 28 Ooh, to 3. Falcons. Yeah, 28 to 3. <laughs> okay. I hate I the Patriots. Let me I'm just gonna, get that out there. Yeah. I'm going to move on to one other topic. Patriots fans. I personally hate the Patriots. I'm going to discuss a player that these two will have no clue who is. I'm about to Google his name. Okay. Brad Marchand. I think he should be suspended or fined for licking other players. What oh, yeah, yeah, fuck? I remember that. The Bruins guy. The Bruins guy. Oh, He's insane. My God. He is a wonderful defenseman. He, like, checks everyone in his way. Yes, he got. Um, he would go up to players and just stick his tongue out and lick them on, like, that's right like, above the upper lip. What the okay, fuck? That reminds me. He did that twice, by the way. That, and he didn't get, I think he got a small fine, but I think he should get a major mean, fine and, or get like suspended a few games. So, he's, he's, so he's the terrible guy in hockey. Draymond's the terrible guy in basketball. He kicks people in the nuts. Who's the terrible guy in baseball? Puig is pretty bad. Puig, Puig's pretty bad. What's Harper is not good. Harper's not good. Um, Stanton's eh. That guy. But is there see. anybody who has a go-to like nasty thing like licking or kicking in the nuts? I, see, I there is one, but he died. So I feel like it'd be yeah. more like Ventura. Oh yeah, Ventura, he died. Well, if you want to talk but, about like financial things, uh, probably Bobby Bonilla. Oh yeah. <laughs> do, but, do you know about Bobby Bonilla? Mm-hmm. Oh okay. So this guy, 
He, instead oh, wait, of, is he the one who's getting, like, a million a year? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That guy. The Mets. The yeah. Mets. Good job, Mets. Good quality. That's, that's why they haven't been good. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. There's, like, that guy in soccer, too. Luis Suarez from Uruguay. Oh, <laughs> he bites he, people. He bites people. He is my favorite player to watch. <laughs> yes. Just because he is so... He's a good player. He's I'd great. say... He's up there with like Messi and those people. He's not a god, but yeah. he's he's up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's so funny is he's actually a chill dude, but he just bites people. He bites people. Yes. He's like, like Mike Tyson. I've heard he's like best friends with like Messi too. Like they're chill with each they're other chill. since they're on Barcelona. Yeah. But, but when they but face each other, it's just like bite. yeah, hmm. yeah, it got a bite. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> so that'll do it. So, well, uh, last thoughts. We're gonna have one last thought from each of you, John. What do you got? Um, for the uh, for what. Just bring me, like, one last idea you want to get out there. Do you want to promote something? Do you want to bring our attention to something? something I'll bring one last thing out in that. John Tavares, this is our big move because you told me to get a big move. Yep. He was on the New York Islanders for seven years, getting $5 million a year. Mm-hmm. Like, probably one of the most elite goal scorers in the game. Goes back home to Toronto, signs a seven-year, $77 million deal. That's my wow. last thing, nice. along with the fact that Jumbo Joe re-signed with the Sharks. Yeah. So let's just let's go see. with like one thing to watch for this season. One thing to watch for. So uh, rest, of, rest of the baseball season, what's one thing to watch for? Let's see. Huh, let's see. Okay. Watch the NL West. That's going to mm-hmm. be exciting to watch. Let's see. What else? Um, just looking for one thing. One thing. One Ex- thing explain one thing. why the NL West. <sighs> let's see here. I was going to say the AL West, but then the Mariners started sucking. Um, what, do you think? what do you guys think? What do you... Well, for baseball or for hockey? What do you got for hockey? What's well, for one hockey, thing to, what's thing, one thing to watch this one, season? One team to watch for this mm-hmm. season. The Golden Knights are still going to be good. They're, they've drafted, so they got first-round pick Cody Glass, a center. They also have another. They have four first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Again, they picked... Nick Suzuki, who's proven to be one of the best new coming scorers. And then they have a defenseman named Eric Brandstrom coming. He's a brilliant hitter, brilliant defensive man. And then again, they have Alex Tuck, who they required from Minnesota in a trade for international money. Right. So those okay. four are going to come together and be the okay. core. Nice. So keep let's your see. eyes on Vegas. Oh. You think mm-hmm. they have a shot at the cup? Yeah. Okay. So Definitely. let's see. What else? Uh, for the baseball, I would say watch the A's or the Cardinals. Yep. Or uh, Brewers. Those three teams, I think, are okay. going to do something this season. Um, the A's, because, you know, they, they start out with the third lowest payroll in this, in the, in the MLB. I think the Brewers were also down there. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals, because they were, they were kind of sucky in the middle of the season. Now they're come up. I don't know what they're going to do. And yeah. also, watch oh. the Red Sox and the Orioles, preferably the Orioles, just to see if they get 100 <laughs> losses. Yes, so yes. Can all have that's that's what, that, we should ask... Yes, I, I should like tweet that. So yes, like, tweet that out once you, did once anyone, you set up our social media. Did yeah. anyone last year have Mr. Barnett for um, science? No. No. Well, he was a giant Orioles fan. He uh, was riding on the ooh, Red Sox. Yeah. It was just so fun to watch yeah. him. All right, so I got two things for basketball. The first, keep your eye on the Utah Jazz this year. I think they're going to surprise some people. Donovan Mitchell is going to take another step up. They didn't really lose anyone from their core. And Grayson Allen is going to come in ready to contribute, and he's going to be really big off the bench. He's a great playmaker. He's a great shooter. He's got a lot of athleticism. He's got like a 40-inch vertical. Ginobili? Ginobili 2.0? No. Okay. He's not as crafty. Okay. He's, they're not similar. But okay. he could be a really good sixth man for that Jazz team, sixth or seventh man. And I think, honestly, the Jazz have a shot 
at a top four seed and maybe even better. Uh, the other thing, watch how the top of the East stacks up. Toronto, Boston, and Philly. I don't know which team's going to be the best. It depends on a few things. It depends for Toronto on how healthy Kawhi is. It depends for Boston on how well they can reintegrate uh, Hayward. And if yeah. Tatum is going to step up or get his shots and how that's going to work and how they're just going to share the ball. And for Philly, it's can Markel Fultz be anything? Because if you guys weren't aware, he was the first pick last year and he literally forgot how to shoot. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. He literally forgot how to shoot a basketball and missed pretty much the entire year. They gave all sorts of weird excuses, but none of them like seem legit. And so if he steps up this year, then Philly could be good. So watch to see how that stacks up. Thank you guys for listening. Um, stay tuned for more fun episodes. If you have questions or suggestions, you can email them to allsportsconsideredpod at gmail.com. Uh, share this video, share this podcast with your friends and... Stick around for the next one where we're going to recap the football offseason and college football is going to be starting, so we'll have some content on that, as well as we'll probably be getting a clearer picture of how the MLB playoff picture is going to be stacking up. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, and, also, and have, um, a, have also, a nice day. One, th- 